0: just because it's a certain time of year doesn't mean you need to spend your money on it
1: you should be like sitting and you should get packages from amazon all day every day every despite day. the
0: holidays okay first off all those packages <laughs> are like groceries and things like that Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice.
1: And I'm David Bosher.
0: And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast.
1: Where we teach you to salon differently.
0: By now, our listeners know that we recommend that salons go cashless. And with Aura Salonware, you can now accept only the payments you want. Aura Salonware is an integrated point of sale that accepts both card present and card not present payments. That means cards can be kept on file and clients can use express pay to get through checkout in seconds. We also coach salons to go gratuity free. And Aura allows you to hide the gratuity line for those using this method of business. With Aura Salonware, you can future-proof your salon with technology. Tap the link in our bio to learn more about how Aura Salonware elevates your business or visit arasalonware.com DTH. you still having constant conversations around color waste with your team? Have more proactive conversations with real numbers that can help create less waste.
1: Salon Scale software is a pro stylist app that gets your team educated on the real cost of doing business. Salon Scale is a great solution for wasting less color and making more profit. Tap the link in the episode description to see why thousands have joined the Salon Scale movement.
0: Use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off.
1: We are entering. Well, we already entered the holidays. We're here. Didn't we? <laughs> we're here. We're in, the, we're in them. We're in them. We're in the middle.
0: Like we are and riding that wave.
1: I don't know about anybody else, but I get overwhelmed with thinking about clients, thinking about money, thinking about. I feel like all gifts. of no
0: October to December is just a huge reactive quarter. Like yeah. ev- you're emotionally reactive, you're financially reactive. You know, you go back and forth from, I need to cancel my Netflix subscription because it's the holidays and I'm scared to YOLO. Yeah. I'm just going to buy all the gifts and presents because it's the holidays. Or I'm going to get my peppermint mocha latte because it's the holidays. But my business education that's $19, I got to cancel. <laughs> or like, I see it all the time. Like, you know, it's so... We I, do.
1: We get the most cancels for coaching in December. And the most November, sign-ups December.
0: in January. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's a lot of it's half the same people I'm like, I'm and then here. half people that are ready. But it's again, the whole point of Destroy the Hairdresser is to get hairdressers out of the reactivity of the industry and out of the cycle of I'm up, I'm down, I'm busy, I'm slow, I'm happy, I'm mad, I'm doing it right, I'm doing it wrong. Like the goal is to, to critically destroy the hairdresser. think. <laughs> yeah, is to get hairdressers and saloners to start critically thinking and to enjoy the process. So we know the holidays are always coming. We know they're a crazy time of the year, but yet humanity as a whole can't seem to get ahead of it, mm-hmm. and it just goes to show that like we get bought into all the hoopla. Mm-hmm. Like the other night, Josh and I were walking around the city, and we were all we were going one way, and everybody else was going another way. And I go, "Did we miss something? <laughs> like, are we supposed to be going that way where everyone else is going?" And then, <laughs> it the animals. This, yeah, and then it turned to this conversation of like, never go where everyone else is going. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got me thinking, I started asking him like, do you think that sales are big during the holidays because it's the holidays, but do you think that people just keep doing it? Cause that's what we do. Yeah. Or do you think they like consciously decide like I'm participating or do you think they're just automatically participating? I think marketing is
0: a trap and yeah. I think a lot of people feel like they're being, if they don't do this now, they'll miss out and FOMO is real. And the funny thing is, it's like, if you prepare, you know, just because something's on sale doesn't mean you need to buy it. So just because it's a certain time of year doesn't mean you need to spend your money on it.
1: I mean, you should be like Sid and you should get packages from Amazon all day, every day, despite the holidays.
0: Okay. First off, all those packages are like (laughs) groceries and things like that, that are just automated because... I've streamlined my life, but also <laughs> my wife and I are done buying presents for our entire family. We were done like last month, pretty much. You my know?
1: family is so lucky because I don't buy them shit. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> don't. I am. That I love that gift
0: re- giving. I'm a gift giver.
1: I refuse to participate in it all. Um, I mean even Sid has to like get me to celebrate my birthday because I just Mm -hmm. I just refuse to buy into it (laughs) and it's not out of like I'm better than anybody else I it's really out of it's it gives me anxiety and I can't handle it but there's a part of me that lives in this world of especially as a hairdresser I remember working in salons and it would be holiday time and we decorate and like I was always considered the Scrooge because I couldn't get into it (laughs) and I'm not even gonna go into like the childhood trauma we I was gonna say that
0: people get really mad at like people need to be a little bit more sensitive that
1: Yeah, but as someone who has trauma for the holidays, I also have to be sensitive that other mm-hmm. people are enjoying the holidays. Yeah.
0: Like right? Don't ruin their joy, but also like don't try to make you participate. Exactly. That's the part that gets me angry
1: is when it's like because I'm not participating, that automatically puts me into a different category. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm just not participating because I get anxious in it. I like the holiday time. Mm-hmm. I like the cold weather. I love the lights. I love when the city is lit up with You know, Christmas lights and I, I love all that. And I like the music. It's the gathering. It's the, it's the obligations. Mm -hmm. I got to go here. I got to do this. I got to get presents. I got to, and you know, I grew up in a family where you had to celebrate four Christmases because of divorce, you know, (laughs) and it was like, what are we doing? Like this isn't, I'm, this isn't really a holiday. So I still enjoy all those things, but I think I don't like getting caught up in it because it doesn't make me feel good. But then I have a partner, Josh, who, loves getting caught up in it Yeah, you know so it's living in this world of trying to I think it brings into question how do you enjoy the holidays and it doesn't have to look like this this or this yeah right and I think as hairdressers we kind of get lumped into if you think of yourself as a service provider you have to not only do you have to perform now you have to put on a Santa suit and perform yeah do you know what I'm saying? Like now you gotta cut hair and, and be a stay. dolly elf. <laughs> yeah. It's <dinner>. Good afternoon.
0: <laughs> Good afternoon.
1: <laughs> and if you don't get that joke, you should watch their new Holiday movie Spirited.
0: <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> I think but I think that's the thing too. It's like we talked about this before and we're talking about it a lot because I, I think we're trying to create a group of people that are self-thinkers and not followers to the activity going on around them. That they're seeing the reactivity, they're seeing the things that say, it's slow, it's 20% off, it's this, it's that, and still saying, mm, I'm going to walk the other way. I'm going right. to have confidence in my business. I'm going to continue to plan this month just like I do every month. And that's with boundaries. That's with proper cancellation policies. That's with resting and taking time off. Because honestly, this month is no different than any other month. And we put so much weight on it. In a
1: cold environment that it is
0: very different. Yeah. (laughs) Weather wise, (laughs) but I meant industry wise. And it might feel that way, but you probably had a month that was just as profitable as this one. A couple months ago and things come in rotations and
1: you're not profitable because of the holidays no no like do but also people again are buying into like the holidays and Mm -hmm. getting ready and spending money and that and it's fun and it can be exciting but also if you're living that life of a salon or a hairdresser where that roller coaster of up and down throughout the year but then you're like surviving for the holidays yeah it's just a messed up version that we've had i mean we were talking to someone today that said they were very slow for december and in my mind i'm thinking shut her down
0: yeah bye shut her down i'm gonna spend it with family yeah i I, well that's what i was gonna bring up too is that so many people are stressed right now because they feel slow because of the holidays and that's why i said it's so reactive because you're putting so much weight on what you're seeing on social media and you know let me
1: clarify what you're saying you're saying that People are feeling slow because they're what they're seeing being projected.
0: Projected. Yeah.
1: From everyone from else. From everyone
0: else. Like.
1: That isn't true.
0: They're seeing reactivity. They're seeing conversations. But also they're putting this weight on this period of time that used to be a certain way that we all remember. Well, and it's not think like about that it.
1: anymore. But think about it. It's the same as when you maybe didn't get to go to a holiday party and you saw everyone else at the holiday party. Mm-hmm. It's FOMO. It's FOMO. Yeah. And then in our career, it's the same. It's like, well, I, I think everyone else, everyone else is so busy. It's the holidays. It's like, well, it's not necessarily true. It's mm-hmm. just marketing for the day. It just be their rotation
0: of clients exactly. coming in. But that's my point. It's like holiday parties used to be, I mean, I remember actively going to holiday parties. My clients were now I'm like asking everyone, what are you doing this month? Nothing. Just staying home. Like nothing's really happening. So therefore there's nothing to get ready for. I also had a, you know, a bunch of clients just. I'll see you next year. Like, you know, like yeah. it's not. Or I'm that... going
1: out. Of, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing that we have to remember. So the fact that we put so much emotional stress and weight on our shoulders over a holiday is just insane to me. Like, we need to think of this like any other month and treat it like you did the same month before. If it's busier, yay. If it's slower, yay. That gives you more free time to rest and relax and to think about how we want to actually plan To have our books filled. And I think that's where we're not thinking.
1: That's the thing too is we don't plan for the new year. We don't plan for January because we kill ourselves in December. Mm -hmm. And then January rolls around and we're like, oh, we kind of assume January will be slow. But what a weird thing to do to yourself. What a weird thing to pack everything in (laughs) to then sit during January. It's just a strange. No one
0: sits there and goes, this is hey y'all this is this is kind of weird that we do yeah. like no one's saying that they're just like oh, yep that's norm sky's yeah, blue yeah and <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's
1: like what you should be doing in December and within every month is planning for the next month so if you're in November you should be planning for October and if you're in December you should be planning for January but what happens is we get hijacked by holiday hang-ups and like we have to do this and when we and we gotta work we all of a sudden everyone opens their books yes yeah. In December, like
0: and then gets upset. Of course you feel slow. Because you opened up all this time. They feel slow
1: because there's no one there, or they feel so overworked. Oh yeah. And taken advantage of. And it's like, but you open You did
0: this to yourself.
1: But they couldn't get in. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, they that's That's right. They, they couldn't get in. And we live in this world of again, this is why we talk so much about being an artist versus being a service provider. A service provider opens up their books and does anything and everything to make money. But the problem is a service provider doesn't doesn't have the right to complain because you're really getting to a place where you're like, I'm going to provide all the services and make all the monies. If you're an artist, the artist is the the part of you that complains because you don't feel appreciated. You don't feel value. You Mm -hmm. don't feel artistic. You Mm -hmm. just feel run down. Robotic. So you can't be both. You can't act like a service provider and then complain like an artist. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out which one you are and then be that. Because I do know hairdressers that are full on service providers and they have no problem working their ass
0: off. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with that, but they don't complain because Mm -hmm. they know exactly what they're doing.
0: Yep.
1: It's the artists out there, like myself, that like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I'm working 12 hour days. It's like, that's because you're an artist. You don't work like that. Mm -hmm. And getting people comfortable with understanding the difference between a service provider and an artist and what those things might look like. Artists need more time. Mm -hmm. They need more rest. They need more relationships. Service providers are creativity. Turn and churn. Is that the turn and churn? Sounds good to me. Yeah, like churn and burn. And, you know, like they're in there like, I'm here to make money. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. But trying to figure out that balance, I think, is really hard during the holidays. But I think if, if you are about to go into an even busier moment or a slower moment, the first step is ask yourself, am I a service provider or am I an artist? And those are consciousnesses. Consciousnesses? Sounds good. Conscious nigh. Those are consciousnesses. Consciousnesses is not so those are two different consciousnesses.
0: They know what you're trying to say. Just move it along.
1: Those are two different ways of thinking and being. And though people I know people say like, but I'm both. I'm both. You can't be Uh -uh. both. Just like if you're sitting at a fork in the road, you can't go left and right. You Mm -hmm. have to pick one. And then when you pick one, You're on that you got to deal with it. That's the one you've Until you get to another fork. Exactly. But I think that people are like, I'm a service provider and I'm an artist. You're not. I'm sorry. We can argue about it as much as you want. You cannot be both of those things because one will all, you can say you're one and the other one will still outweigh it. Mm -hmm. So you have to be consciously able to choose. And by the way, one's not better than the other. You're just choosing Mm -hmm. one.
0: You're yeah. giving yourself it's, You're choosing a different consciousness of what your goal is. And yeah. I think that's An that's where people get, get so overwhelmed. Like that's where they're so much overwhelmed because they haven't clarified how they're working, what their thought process is around working and making decisions. I mean, it's literally December 22nd and we're not even consciously thinking about next month. Like you said, like, what's our plan for next month? What are we going to change? What are we choosing today? Well, then...
1: Then we do something wild where we hit January 1st and we're supposed to think of the entire year. Yeah. And it's like, okay, better plan would be to think about actually not this year. Mm-hmm. So when January 1st of 2023 hits, think of January 1st of 2024. That's mm-hmm. That's how far ahead you should be planning. Not because you're so ahead and you've got your shit together, but because you want to be ahead and yeah. you want to have your shit together. It's hard to do. It's taking you and I years to... Well, we don't do it perfectly, but... No, and things to that change. Like, oh, yeah.
0: We'll have a plan and it usually stays on schedule, but then we might kick something out or add something in. But I think the whole point of thinking like that is conscious, creating conscious desire. And yeah. so we can really start to think in a big picture way, how much money we, do we want to make? How many students do we want to help? How many coaches do we want to empower? Like, what do we want out of our business consciously? And
1: that's how, it's funny, hourly pricing, which is probably our most I think if people know us that's probably what they know us for the most mm-hmm. that was born so out. That. <laughs> yeah well that I, that concept was actually born out of this type of planning
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can't plan like this when you have an a la carte right yeah you can because try it is
0: just waiting to see what is purchased and what is wanted versus you can, yeah, I'm working like, this much and I'm making this much
1: and even if you do have an a la carte menu and you try to plan what you're going to make, you're still going, you're actually rounding to the nearest dollar. So you're still technically doing hourly, which is kind of funny. Because whatever you want to make, you're getting paid hourly, no matter whether you like it or not. Yeah, <laughs> You're getting paid per hour. You just maybe don't know what it is. So if you're like, I want to make a $100,000 a year. Well, if you know how many hours in the year you're going to work, then you kind of already know. What your hourly rate is?
0: Yeah, you can start to break that down and make adjustments based on your schedule or how much time you want to give.
1: And that's where it's so funny because people that have a problem with hourly pricing, they work from the bottom up. Well, did you factor in this? We're not. You're you're going the other. You're going the wrong way. Mm -hmm. You got to start at the very end. Mm -hmm. How much did you make? And then factor everything in as you go
0: backwards. Yep. And you're not just factoring in. You're factoring time, value product vacations. back bar charges yeah commissions it's all going backwards but you have to start at the top like yeah. what do I actually want to take home okay then then you break it down which we have a great class about it
1: Well I see a lot of marketing for pricing that really is depressing. When they teach you, like, you're not actually making this much, you're making this much. It's like, okay, hairdressers are not making yeah, enough money.
0: <laughs> let's just give hairdressers
1: more anxiety. <laughs> let's just help them understand how to make more money. Mm-hmm. But a lot of marketing on social media is like, you think you made $100, but you only made 31 mm-hmm. after, this, after this. It's like, okay, that's it's good to know those things. However, the hairdresser are already wondering why the hell they don't make money. And instead of just understanding why... We need to empower them to know they can go past those things. And when you hit a certain amount of income, you actually don't factor so much into it. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the process. Exactly. And I, that's what we're trying to get hairdressers out of too. It's like we want to have hairdressers charging so much money. And I know I know they can because the beauty industry is the number one, one of the number one growing industries in the world. It's not and yet we're down. sitting back we're sitting back here like, I don't know if the market can hold it. But the funny thing is. We want to get hairdressers out of that cycle of like, did I factor this? And I got to factor this and I got to, no, like we want to get you to a place where it's all been factored and the, and now it's just profit, but.
0: And that means you're factoring in the holidays too.
1: It means you're factoring in.
0: If anything, we should be taking more time off during the holidays. And I know that pains people to think, but like, we, we should be like, this is. Well, that's,
1: you know, there's, there's no rule that says you should be open every month. Yeah. I I would actually challenge any what if salons you worked out two there. two months
0: and then took a month off and then worked two months and then worked took a month off. What would happen?
1: <gasps> well, I can hear I can hear people now. Well, my clients are going to think I closed. Not if Not they if know they that's were what you do and then your schedule. Also, if you made it part of your marketing and that's how you run your business, I think you would just be disruptive in your community and people be like that's so cool. I want to do that. How do you do that? I think it actually sparks more marketing conversation than it does hinder you from making money. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, if you have a month that if you look at your income and there's a month, that's always slow. Just close it down.
0: Close. No shut sort of it solve.
1: down. <laughs> shut it down. Start over. Start next month. And what's beautiful about the shutting down method is that when you shut, for example, let's say we shut down for December Guess what's going to happen. January is going to be so fucking busy because everyone wants to get in. So either November is going to be busy or January is going to be busy, but it's you choose you choose, and it's giving you the power to kind of control the holidays and control the anxiety around what that means. But I know it's hard. I know even hearing this Instagram. I can feel Instagram. everyone's
0: stomach drop as they listen to this episode.
1: I can also hear them saying that would never work. I can also hear them saying, oh, my God, that'd be so nice. But what I what what I know will happen is that nobody will do anything.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless they literally the whole the reason why we have this podcast too is to spark desire so that you want to make change i hope it makes your stomach drop i hope that it makes you think lack and oh that could never happen because the reality is if you wanted it to happen you'd make it happen
1: and it will happen
0: yeah and it doesn't have to be the way we said it but it could be the way that fits you in your business
1: that's all we got for you today here at the dth headquarters (laughs) bye y'all bye next time on destroy the hairdresser the podcast
0: we both went and worked in salons but when we went into those salons we were like this is how we're gonna work
1: looking back it was really ballsy oh for sure
0: (laughs) but we basically basically were were like charge this i'm gonna work this, and i'm going to have time off and some salons were like nope and some were like we just want you but we don't know how this looks